What you believe about yourself and your life is likely not based in reality, but in bullshit stories that you did not consent to, pieced together throughout your life with ideas offered to you from external sources. This podcast is here to help you recognize and dismantle those stories so you can reclaim your power and achieve what you want in life. Welcome to Yeah, I Made That Up with life and business coach, Kelly Jackson. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to talk to you today um, because you have fairly recently finished my year-long coaching program, Pressure Point Coaching. So everyone who's listening to this, all five people, get ready. (laughs) Um, I am going to introduce my client here. Actually, I'm going to have her introduce herself. So Della, tell us who you are. Uh, My name is Della Smith. I'm a writer. I'm a recovering perfectionist, thanks to Kelly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And otherwise, just general human being. Human being. Like a good thing to be. I like it. (laughs) So there are a few questions that I want to ask you just to give people an idea of what this program is like, what coaching is like as a generality, and what kind of things, you know, you took away from it. Um, So tell me what it is that in the very beginning of our relationship together made you think, first of all, about working with a life coach in general. And second of all, was like this bitch, I think I'm going to work with her. (laughs) Tell me, tell me what that was for you. What made that decision happen? I, well, in choosing you specifically, because there are other coaches that could be chosen. um, I went with you specifically because I really like your energy. um, And you just, you're very charismatic and that definitely helps when you're working on things that can be as stressful or frustrating as thought work is. Um, So that was a huge plus there. Realizing that I wanted to do thought work was kind of a journey that I had been on for a while. Um, And just working on my mental health and building up tools to be the person that I want to be. Um, and then I found coaching and I found you and it was perfect. It was meant to be. Yeah, oh, I agree. Um, <laughs> that's, that's actually something you, you touched on your mental health. That's something that I, I don't take lightly. Um, and I don't think that coaching and therapy are the same. I do think that they go hand in hand and I'm wondering what, what your thoughts are on that. Yes. Um, so as you know, when we started coaching and still, um, I see a therapist and I talk to you, (laughs) um, because there are things that obviously you can't cover. And there are things that my therapist doesn't know about thought work. So she can't cover. So having both of them really marries the two and kind of gives me what I feel are the best tools and the best support system to kind of 
rewire some things and it's helped me look at my anxiety and depression and PTSD less as these things that I suffer from and more of these things that I have kind of with me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, What did you expect to work on or think that you would get out of this program whenever you came to it? Um, I already had kind of a, a very baseline understanding of coaching. So I thought that I would be able to improve how I felt on a day-to-day basis, which I have significantly. And that's been amazing. Um, what I didn't realize is, um, how far reaching everything that you've taught me is, you know, I thought that initially before I started coaching, I didn't realize the separation between therapy and coaching. Um, and I'm glad that I kept coaching. And I, I thought that it, I thought coaching would help me more in the ways that therapy does. Um, and it does kind of, but it has a very different approach to it. Um, and that has trickled into every aspect of my life, be it school and my relationships, my friendships, um, and just how, I mean, I view myself even. And I didn't think that coaching would get to that. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be kind of more on the surface. Yeah. Isn't that so interesting? Um, Tell me more about what it is that you actually took away from this. So it touches on every area of life. We got that. Mm -hmm. And it's not just on the surface. So like what, what is it like tangibly or maybe even intangibly that you took from this? Oh, there's a lot that, I've taken from it. The biggest and most important thing is realizing that if I can address my thoughts, I can change how I feel about literally anything. And that is still mind blowing a year later to think about and to realize. Um, And that is, it's an amazing feeling when I do get stressed out or I have my, you know, thought circles or I start to have a panic attack or something and I can stop myself in it and reroute. Um, And that one concept can be applied to so many different other things, literally everything. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I used to, a mantra of mine used to be breathe. You've got this, which it still is. Um, but I've started to stray away from you can do anything to you can do anything with the right tools and foundation, um, which feels a lot better. And yeah. A lot less- yeah. I love that. Um, so I love that you have mentioned things like panic attacks and PTSD and, and that you go to therapy. Because I think that so often people either assume that coaching will replace therapy or they will assume that it can't be used to supplement or enhance whatever you're taking from therapy. And that when you are talking about the idea of changing your thoughts in order to 
shift how you're feeling about something, then that's going to somehow negate um, any kind of trauma that you've experienced or, or like that the coach will be negating whatever trauma you've experienced and like thinking that, oh, well, that's not real. It's all in your head or like some kind of, you know, other bullshit that's like not helpful, potentially harmful. Um, and so many of my clients have either clinical depression, clinical anxiety, they have experienced trauma or whatever, because the atmosphere is not that (laughs) the atmosphere is okay. Whatever you have experienced is totally valid. And let's figure out how you want to relate to that so that you can do so intentionally and then shift the way you feel about that so that you can then take that outside of that particular relationship you have internally and then make more coherent choices that are on purpose instead of just out of retaliation against part of yourself. Yes. Um, that was kind of a rant. Tell me, tell me what you think about that. <laughs> you are good. Um, I think that it was wonderful for me specifically for my, my own experience um, to do coaching and therapy side by side because I had just started working on my PTSD and therapy while I was just starting thought work. And that was a big, scary thing for me that I didn't feel like I was ready to get into. So thought work gave me the foundation that I needed to be able to take that on, to feel like I had the mental and emotional capacity to even address it um, further than just a diagnosis. But then therapy taught me the tools that I needed to kind of work through things so that I could then bring it back to coaching and further work on it. And, you know, therapy taught me how to kind of address my traumas and my anxiety triggers. Um, And coaching taught me how to kind of stop it in its tracks when it's happening to supplement what, you know, my medication and visiting with my therapist already does. Um, And that has been huge because, you know, I've, I've done therapy for years in my life for depression and PTSD for nightmares specifically. And, you know, I would have a nightmare and then I would talk to my therapist about it. And then I'd have a nightmare and I talked to my therapist about it. And then bringing in coaching meant I would have a nightmare. I would do a chronicle. I would do a deck and I wouldn't let it impact me anymore. And then I would talk to my therapist about it and I'd be able to really break it down and analyze it more. And having that curiosity and getting analytical about it has let it control me less. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know this. This is so good. Uh, it makes my heart so warm to know that this has helped you in that particular way. Cause this is, this is brand new news to me. Yeah. Uh, so good. So good. Okay. <laughs> so, um, let's see what other questions do I want to ask you? Are there any, Okay. So we've talked about the stuff that you've addressed in with like therapy and coaching together. Mm-hmm. We've talked about your relationship to your PTSD nightmares and, and that stuff, anxiety. Um, and so are there any outside of mental health specifically, mm-hmm. of course, mental health impacts every single area of your life, but, um, yes. outside of that specific thing, that specific category of life, are there any other aspects of your life that you have found 
that are different, whether that's like relationships with other humans or the work that you do or um, your body image or your, I don't know, like anything else. Um, literally all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I love that answer. <laughs> Which is great. Um, I, through coaching specifically, um, on things that, I mean, you have directly coached me on, I can show up to my romantic relationship better and we can communicate more. And do we still fight? Yes, obviously. Couples fight. It happens. Um, you mean but you're still not- human and so is your partner? <laughs> Amazing. I know. Interesting. It's phenomenal. It's crazy. <laughs> I could have sworn he was an alien, but I guess he's human. <laughs> <laughs> and we can communicate better. And even though he has not been through coaching, I have. And so even with just one of us having done it, I mean, if a couple went into coaching together, I think that that would be incredible. But even just one of us has made our, the way that we argue change so much. Um, And the way that we communicate with each other change so much. And I've been able to confidently set boundaries with friends where needed um, or set boundaries for myself where needed. Wow. And I have reached goals. I actually just published a book of poetry. What? At the end of October. <laughs> I buy it. Oh my gosh. I need all of um, the Amazon. It is not out quite yet. Um, I will be sharing it on social media when it is. It's not super long. It's it was like a 21 poems in 21 days challenge. It's going to be a paperback and an ebook. And I'm so excited about it. And I actually was talking to my best friend, who was one of your current coaching clients now, um, Andy, that if I hadn't taken coaching over the last year, I would not have been able to get myself to a mental and creative space to be able to write that. And to be able to get it done on top of being in school full time and on top of my various illnesses over the last year. Um, And that's been amazing. It's so exciting. This is something that I've wanted since I was 10 years old. And I've constantly told myself that I can't have it or I don't deserve it or I'm not good enough for it. And whereas with coaching now, I'm like, um, I want it. So I'm going to have it because everything else. Um, I cannot so wait to buy this book of poetry and like spread it all over social media. This is amazing. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Ah! Um, the one of the poems in it is actually about coaching. It's about how coaching impacted my body image, which when I started coaching, I was in like a weird state of confidence of like, I had started an experiment where every time someone complimented me, I would just say, I know. And I refused to say anything else until I eventually started to believe it. But it was kind of like a surface level of confidence. Like I was kind of there, but not really. And then I'd like catch myself in the mirror at a weird angle and be like, oh God, what is that? Um, you know, as we do. <laughs> that with, fucking socialization of diet culture and patriarchy and white supremacy and everything all put together. Yes. And just all of it. Um, and then you and I did a coaching on it months ago 
where we talked about stair step thoughts and how to get up to the next one and up to the next one and up to the next one. And I used neutrality as a way to kind of get up just a little bit higher from, oh God, I look terrible or disgusting or whatever. And sometimes I do say I look like a swamp creature still. And I fully believe that. And that's neutral for me, which is great. Um, for example, right now I'm sick. I feel and look like a swamp creature, <laughs> but it doesn't have the connotation um, that it used to. And I, so I went from, oh my God, I look horrible, you know, and self-depreciating and self-hatred. And I was being mean to myself, as you often call me out for, rightfully so, um, to, well, I'm a human being and this is what a human's body looks like. And that's fine, I guess. Um, to actually believing that, to, you know, I see all of these, plus size and curvy and large and just fat people in media. And I think they're so beautiful, like Lizzo and Melissa McCarthy, and they're just gorgeous human beings. And, or I see art like in the fat folks tarot and I think they're gorgeous. And I couldn't figure out how to get to that point. So I took some pictures of myself and I started drawing myself and looking at myself at art as art. And now disgusting as it is, I think I'm beautiful, which is bananas. I didn't know any of this. I didn't know you were drawing yourself. I didn't know any of this. Bella. I know because I've been slacking. I haven't been getting on the calls. Uh, <laughs> I am so unbelievably proud of you. Oh my God. This is, I, I don't even have words. I don't even have words. I just have goosebumps, not words. <laughs> it's the stair step thoughts helped. And the other thing that has been huge for both my creative outlets, my writing and drawing and clay and crochet and everything else. Um, and my body image has been the stair step thoughts. Yes. But it's also been holding empathy for myself and empathy for myself when I was a child and my snap cup <laughs> um, has been wonderful. It's changed I, I never thought that shifting how I viewed myself and how I treated myself would change so much else outside of just those thoughts. Yeah, I think that's the thing that is so misconstrued is that we think that in order to achieve anything, we have to be mean to ourselves. In order to um, get to where we want to go, we have to beat ourselves up because that's sort of what we've been socialized to do. And it's the only thing we know. And that if we're kind to ourselves, if we're compassionate toward ourselves, then we will somehow stop moving toward what we want. And like, <laughs> that's backwards. <laughs> it is, it is oh. the exact opposite. I know um, in the spring semester, and then again in the, the summer semester, since I've had two surgeries this year, gallbladder in March, and then the surgery for endo right after my summer semester, my grades were atrocious. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I'm a recovering perfectionist. So that I wasn't maintaining my 4.0, I was like losing my mind about it. And then I caught my grades up because I was like, you know what, listen, dude, you just had surgery. It's okay if you don't have a 4.0. That's fine. Also, nobody cares. 
like you care and that's great if you care if you want to keep it that's cool totally fine I have like a little Kelly in my voice coaching me constantly now (laughs) (laughs) Um, telling me that I can take thoughts or leave them (laughs) and it's great so I have a B average GPA now and it's feels good because I didn't fail. I had two surgeries in two semesters back to back of college and I did not fail anything. So huge. I don't even have words for this conversation. I had no idea. This, I had no idea. I had no idea. Um, okay. I don't want to take up all of your night, but I do have a couple of questions left for you. Um, who would you recommend this program for? Like if there is someone who is considering working with a life coach, I am not the right coach for everyone. My program is not the right program for everyone. It's a year long commitment. You sign the fuck up for a year or you don't sign up at all. So like, who would you recommend this for? Um, I would recommend this for the human beings of the world. I'm sure the cats could probably get something from it, but I don't know how that communication barrier would go with you. Um, but the humans who are at the point in their lives where they're ready to make a change or ready to see things shift in their lives or to just feel better or to take more control and take their power back from the people or places or things that have taken it from them or make them feel like that's been taken from them and do something about it. You have to be ready to do something about it. Because if you're not ready to do something about it, you're not going to do the trainings. You're not going to watch the videos. You're not going to show up for the calls. And when you're not showing up for that stuff, you're not showing up for yourself. Mm. So. Yes. You're not going to get anything from it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, What words of advice would you give to yourself on day one of the program if you could time travel or to someone new starting the program today? Um, if you don't do the homework and watch the video, the second that Kelly posts it, it's okay. It's okay. It's totally fine. (laughs) Uh, you don't have to have a panic attack about it. It'll get done. You have a year. You can use the coaching however you're going to use it. And it's great that you're even doing it. Recovering perfectionist indeed. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I remember when I first started you would post the coachings. And at that time we had our call on Fridays and you would post the coachings on Wednesday. So if I hadn't done it yet, I would like hurry up and watch the video like right before our call, because I was like, Oh God, Kelly's going to quiz me on what this week's lesson was. And no, you have clients. I don't think like, unless you like really looked at it beforehand, I can't imagine how you could have kept who was on which week anyways. (laughs) No idea. Absolutely none. The, the, there is a structure to it because it builds on itself as you go. I don't know where the yes. fuck you are in that structure. And when we're in the body image section, you also have a relationship happening. So we're not just going to talk about right. that. <laughs> yes, I was, I was so worried. I was like, I have this, I have these thoughts. Like, if I don't do this, I'm wasting Kelly's time and I'm wasting my time which is not true because you were still getting paid and I was still getting coached. I just didn't watch the video until 
three days or a week too late or whatever. And it's not even too late because time's a construct. Nothing matters. Time is a construct. Time is a construct. (laughs) 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 I love it. Oh my gosh. So, so good. Um, Are there any other thoughts you have that you would like to share with the world? Things that you loved, things that you didn't love, things that you wish were different, anything like about the program, the way it's lined out, the information contained within anything else? Um, I'm trying to think. It's hard. <clears throat> I can't think of any critiques, things that I would have liked to see changed because this program made such a huge difference in my life that like, I still... I'm just reeling from how much better I feel on a general day to day that I can't fathom anything being better about it. Um, it feels like a program that should be too good to be true. It's not. Um, this is why I often call you my wizard, my personal Gandalf. It's because you were the sage mentor that I needed on my quest. Um, it's for anyone who is remotely interested in thought work or coaching or taking control of their mental emotional health you will get so much from this if you put in just like the slightest amount of effort (laughs) it's so great i am so fucking proud of you. I know I've said that like six times already, but I cannot, I cannot. I, like, I was already proud of you. You had made incredible shifts throughout the program with with us working together, but like all the things that you have told me in the last 29 minutes, dude, what the fuck? This is amazing. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It's wonderful. It's so incredible, not just to have the coaching, but to also have your peers and your coach, Kelly, who are so supportive and so there to back you up um, for the things through your life. It's like this amazing community of exactly what you wanted high school to be like but it definitely wasn't. (laughs) Uh, This is it. This is the way in. This is the ticket. It's great. I appreciate that. And I couldn't have done it without you. I mean, I maybe eventually could have, but it would have been a lot harder and taken a lot more than a year. I I don't know how anyone gets through life without a coach. I, at this point, like I've gotten coaching for so many years now that I'm like, how, how does it work without having, I don't know. What are you doing without a coach? What are you doing? How? I don't. (laughs) I know. I can't, I can't imagine not doing chronicles when I have big feelings now. I was like, what did I do before I met Kelly? And then I remember, oh, right. I just festered and laid in bed for three weeks. Got it. That's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> felt terrible for a long ass time. Right. Oh, sounds fun. No. Totally casual. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you so, so, so much for your time this evening. It has been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. 
course, I've loved every minute of it, as I always do. <laughs> oh, as I always do. All right. Um, that's it. Bye.